Welcome to the Haunting or Not podcast, a show that takes an interesting and some would say different approach to explaining hauntings, the paranormal, demonic forces. Are they real hauntings or not? Hi, my name's John J. Wally. In addition to being a radio host, I'm a retired police sergeant, and I take an evidence-based approach to these stories. And I'm Stephanie Wiley. Yes, we're married and have been for a long time. Some would say that I am more, oh, of the little touchy-feely type. Together, we present haunting or not stories that differ from the majority of other podcasts out there. We are proud to be a show on the Boss Pods Network, a division of Glades Media. Be sure to follow us on Facebook. Look for haunting or not. And we've got another special episode of the Haunting or Not podcast. I'm John J. Wiley, joined by my wife, Stephanie Wiley. I was going to say my co-host, but yeah. That too. The wife, the boss. The boss. We're talking about what scared you as a kid and turned out to be bogus. Mm. They had no reason to be alarmed about. Lots of things. And there were so many things as a child that I I loved the ghost stories. I remember sitting around the campfire, camping in Virginia. Witch Duck Road was always a source of so many ghost stories. We loved those. I loved them. Your family did a lot of camping. I had forgotten about that. Because we couldn't afford real vacations, so we went on camping trips. That's why. But the setting itself of a camping trip, sitting around the fire telling ghost stories, it almost sounds like a movie in itself. And the funny thing is about all those, I can't recall one of those stories. Not one. Right, but they scared you to death as a child. And we had so many traumatic experiences camping. (laughs) We had so many traumas from uh, bobcats and skunks breaking into the tent, eating potato chips. My mom praying to God that I wouldn't uh, throw a pillow and... Have the skunk Start spread. another fire yeah. either. Oh, I did that as well. That's a story for a different whole day. another story. So one of the things that we did as children, I remember staying up, we got to stay up late periodically and watch a television series. I think it was called Chiller Theater. Hmm. And I think it was Saturday nights. My sisters and I would stay up. We'd watch scary movies. I loved them. You did. I did. I loved all those horror flicks. The Wolfman, all of them. You name them. See, but we- there's one that always got me. Which one? And I had nightmares about. And for years, I sweated over. It was The Mummy. The Mummy. From 1932, the Boris Karloff version of The Mummy. Wow. You're going way back. I'm going way back. So I'm an older guy. Yes. But these were old, and you can look for them on demand. Do it yourself and check it out. One of the things about The Mummy I remember clearly is... The mummy came back, and then he would kind of like haunt people, and they they zoom in and had a scary face on Boris Karloff, and that was the highlight. To this day, I can't tell you what the mummy did to kill people. I don't know how the mummy did it. But it was terribly frightening. Now, let me ask you something. Your parents allowed you and your sisters to stay up and watch scary movies, or did you do it without their knowing? Uh, To be honest with you, I think they allowed it. Oh. I don't remember. It's been so long. Okay. The, the, the truth is, like I said, I can't tell you why or how the mummy actually killed people. But one of the things about the mummy that scared me that for so long I, I, I'd had nightmares about was this slow moving, mm-hmm. unstoppable creature that you couldn't Faceless. stop. But it was also very slow moving. And it, then I realized as I got older. Heck, I could walk fast. I could do the silver sneakers <laughs> thing at the mall and out walk this guy. 
Well, as a child, what do we all think of when we hear about somebody being frightened? It's always the monster, the monster, the monster's going to get me. The thing about this that I think really was the whole way it's all portrayed. So for some reason, that scared me more than the Wolfman. It scared me more than all the vampire movies, all that stuff for some reason. And it took a long time for me to realize it was just a bogus story. Wow. There's nothing about this that, but it's the way it's portrayed. And, and you know, come to think of it, I'm not a big fan of the, the so-called jump scare movies. You, you know what I'm no, talking about? No, no. I know what you're talking about, nor am I. Neither one of us have been really big fans of those. But you're talking as a child, that's a different story. Back then, I loved it. Uh, and I'm not a big fan of the gore movies. What I did, I think the reason why this movie scared me more than most was the portrayal. And I'll, I'll give you a good example. Okay. Alfred Hitchcock movies from the 60s. Going way back, you never saw the, the actor brutality. You never saw, it was always kind of left to your imagination. So you had to use theater of the mind. That's and the theater true. of the mind is more powerful than anything anybody in Hollywood can come up with. Definitely. It's more powerful than anything that you could actually visualize. Which and- brings me to my point. That slow moving creature that you couldn't stop. And did the mummy, I'm trying to think, the mummy did go around killing people. I don't remember. Or was it just the thought that he was going to? I think it was the thought of this thing wrapped in linen that just and what was walked he doing? really slow and had its hands out front and it really didn't make any noise. But it was enough to make you scream. It was enough to wake me up in the middle of the night. <laughs> Not just scream, I woke up in the middle of the night sweating over this guy called the mummy. Wow. And by the way, you check it out. If you've never seen it, it's worth it. And it's spun off many, many other movies. Some more recent, some far more graphic. And maybe the, the more recent ones, you can take a look at and see, oh, how this is how the mummy killed people. Now, see, I have one, just only one memory of that movie. And it's actually of the mummy himself. And as you said before, walking, just walking closer. And they're like zooming in on the mummy. So the mummy's coming closer and closer through the TV screen. And that's all I can remember of it. Super creepy looks and faces. But the bogus thing was when I realized, and I'm, look, I can walk fast. Yeah. The running days are over. The jogging days are over. I'm not doing that stuff no, at you, all. you don't move fast. But I could outwalk this guy. See, he moves so slow, it would take forever. And you could easily outpace him. Within 20 minutes, he could be miles ahead of this guy. But that fear was real. But for some reason, the mummy always knew where his intended victim was and always found a way to get in there and do whatever it did to people. I know it wasn't good, but never told you what it was. I love scaring little kids. That might have been the whole secret to it. You never quite knew what it was. That is frightening. Here's the most frightening thing. Horror films, ghost stories, all those things. There's only a couple that really frightened me. Uh, One is an adult we'll talk about in in another episode. I should say young teenager and another episode. Real life human beings frighten me far more than the imaginary <laughs> ghost stories. Oh, and by the way, I'm more frightened of people and what they do than I am of animals. Oh, today? Absolutely. You and me both. That's an easy one. It's a no brainer. That is a no brainer for me. So the question I have is not for you because we're going to examine your oh experience. What creeped you out? What is it? that you find to be really creepy? What gets your attention? What gets you going? 
one of our daughters loves the the jump scare movies. She loves the the gore. The slasher. She loves That's all what that I call stuff. them. The slasher movies. But she doesn't lose any sleep over them. To me, it's more of the well. What's he going to do when he gets to you? Well, one of my sisters that you're aware of. She cannot stay at home and watch those movies. She will come to our house because she used to spend the night at our house because she loves those movies, but is scared to death to go to bed alone in her own house. I'm not saying nothing because I know I thought, boy, if that didn't get you to stop talking. There's so many people that be listening (laughs) and she might want them. So I'm not going to say anything. (laughs) We loved and something about the, and I can't remember the exact name of it, but I, I did some research. I think it was chiller theater. And I think it was on like 1130 at night after the news that. on Saturday nights. And then I kind of made the whole progression from chiller theater as a kid mm-hmm. to things like, then you got really creepy. You had dark shadows. Remember that? Oh, I do. Remember the Night Stalker? No. The television series? Uh, it was on late at night. I can't remember the main, the main but character's dark name. dark shadows. Oh, uh, yeah. The Night Stalker was another one. Dark Shadows was one. Rod Serling's uh, Twilight Zone. You let it be known that you are quite a bit older than I. So some of these shows, you know, let's just lay it out there. You're, I think it's a- really a matter of convenience for podcast sake that you're like, oh, I just don't recall. No, no, I'm no. i to know what that was. It's math. Yes, I am a lot older than my wife, the boss, Stephanie. We're talking about what creeped you out as a kid. And then you found out later on it was bogus. We'll return to more of the conversation. We'll take a deep dive into what creeps Stephanie out as a kid. This is Haunting or Not. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Be sure to look for and like the Haunting or Not podcast page on Facebook. It's so easy. Just do a search on Facebook for Haunting or Not. You'll find it. We'll have information about past episodes. We'll have information about upcoming episodes. We'll have polls. We'll have contests. We'll have lots of fun things. Find it all for free online. Just be sure to like us on Facebook. It's Haunting or Not. We are back on Haunting or Not podcast. I'm John J. Welly, joined by... Stephanie Wiley. Yes, we are married. We've been married a very long time, since October 14th of 2000. Did I get the date right? I think you might have just looked that one up on Google. And we've been together a couple years before that. (laughs) Uh, By the way, a really frightening story about how I proposed marriage to Stephanie, but we'll talk about that at another date. Right now, we're talking about what scared you as a kid? What horror movies? What scary stories scared you as a kid. And then for many of us, we realized later on it's bogus. Our you know, fears were, were not, not warranted. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll say that today is the first time that I really heard you ever really talk about that. You were into watching these scary movies when you were a kid. I love, I them. did not know that. Cause we don't watch them today. You know, like the real slashers, we like intense thrillers, but these spooky movies. And unlike you, I wasn't allowed to watch them. Well, maybe that's why your one sister will not watch horror films by herself. She's got to come she over to your house. She's scared. Yes. Because right. you weren't allowed to watch them. So no. was there one that you recall? Absolutely. I'll tell you, it was Halloween. It came out in the 70s. I'm talking about the original Halloween. And the reason why. Wasn't that, it like a Halloween 
Halloween 2, Halloween 3, Halloween 4. I don't know how many the they had, of Michael Myers. but as far as I'm concerned, there's only one. And by far, it was the best, scariest movie that was ever made. Was uh, that the one with Jamie Lee Curtis it when was. she was young in it? Okay, it was. gotcha. And it was filmed back in the 70s. And I was a teenager, a young teenager, in fact. And I babysat all the time, all the time. And that's pretty much what that movie was based on, was the babysitter and Michael, the stalking and going around and killing everybody. He started off by killing his sister. That to me was the scariest movie that I that st- sticks with me today. If I hear that music anywhere, if I see a hockey mask, I think of Michael Meyer. Well, and again, that that's not the paranormal. That's no. Not- but there's something, the real life people are fright, more frightening than the, well, the they ghost are, stories. But they also were calling him the boogeyman. And as a child, I was definitely afraid of the boogeyman. I didn't know what the boogeyman was. No one ever told me who he was. I never saw a picture of the boogeyman. But I have a lot of older brothers and sisters. In I'm fact, making a mental note to, to go back to Michael Myers. I want to talk a little more about this boogeyman concept. Yes, who told you someday, at one point in your formative years, mm-hmm. in the very early part of your life, did someone in your family go, be good or I'll get the boogeyman yes. on you? Someone yes. said that. Who was that? The boogeyman's going to get you. Who said that? I don't know who said it first. Was it your mom? No. Was it your dad? It probably. It was probably my father. <laughs> my mother wouldn't. But my dad, oh yeah. And my brother. Definitely. But see, I have these older sisters, too, that were just terrorizing me as a child. And it was always the boogeyman's going to get you. And, and by that, the way, where did the boogeyman reside? In the basement. In the basement of your house? Yep. We're, we're in Florida. Yep. We don't have basements. No, but so, I grew up so up north. we have no boogeyman here? No, I don't know. Maybe they're in an attic down here. I don't know where they hide down here, but we have them up north. My boogeyman used to reside under the bed. Oh. <gasps> No. Yeah, and every now and then, I don't know if you got this, uh, where you'd see shadows at night, and it turns out it was a, a, a shirt hanging in the closet, and was, the wind was oh, moving yeah. around. Yeah, for sure, for sure. This is back in the day before we had central air, and we'd open up all the windows and get cross ventilation, all that stuff. It'd be so blazing hot. Hey, I remember the stuff those would move days. around. What was that? And it was just enough for one of them. It didn't matter who, just to even imply that there was somebody outside that window was enough for all of us to start screaming like somebody was murdering us. The boogeyman. Oh, yeah. We're going to return to your conversation about Michael Myers and the film Halloween that so got your attention as a teenager when we were babysitting and, and made you frightened. Oh, yeah. Because every weekend... Me and my friends would be babysitting, would be calling each other what's going on. One would call the other one and they'd say, you know, I think I hear somebody or I think I saw somebody outside the window, you know, and it was always that somebody was stalking the babysitters and we were all going to get murdered. And it, I'll tell you, it was real. It was real. <laughs> was there ever when was you're there 13, something, 14 years old? Was there something about Michael Myers in that movie that really stuck out and, and made you more fearful than something else? Yes, because it was the brother that murdered his sister. Michael Meyer murdered his sister. That was in the very beginning of the movie of Halloween. That was the whole premise of the movie. And he was only a young kid. So the fact that he so supposedly murdered his sister is what got you. It wasn't that, I don't, did, did he ever mutter a word? Was he quiet no, the entire time? quiet. Never spoke. 
And for some reason, they had him in a hockey mask, like, a, yeah. you know, like the uh, goalies would wear, something right. like that. And he just was always there around the corner, behind the bush, even outside in the backyard by the clothesline. He was always there lurking, waiting just to jump out and get you. I've got to ask you this. I've known you a long time. I don't think you resolved your fear of Michael Myers and Halloween. Of course I did. I'm fine. <laughs> Is there some point where you realized this was just bogus? There's nothing to be afraid of? Well, I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot of weirdos out there. Or do you startle easily still? I do. I Okay. I startle and you startle me. <laughs> you do. In our own house, he sneaks up on me all the time. <laughs> he does it on purpose. And, you know, things go flying. I drop stuff. It's, you do, you scare, you scare the bejesus out of me. I do not. Yes, I do not. Do. I do not sneak around. Yes, I walk does. and I'll say something. And go, oh sudden, my goodness. All of a sudden I turn around just like Michael Meyer. And there you are. <laughs> Except for that. Thank God you're not wearing a hockey mask. By the way, if you ever see videos uh, on our Facebook page, Haunting or Not, of me in a hockey mask, you know who I'm Run. pranking. Yes. Oh, that would be terrible. Here's the thing. I, I don't walk noisily. No. I'm he not a loud intentionally creeps slowly around. It's truly, this is true. And boom, he's right there. Well, I got to say this. In, in my defense, and, and I'm thinking of a different scenario from our, our real life history together okay. involving a tree frog in oh, our don't, house. Oh, don't even start. I'm a retired police officer, mm-hmm. a police sergeant. I'm retired from the Baltimore Police Department, and I've seen so much trauma, so much violence, it's hard to startle me. Well. So we had an incident where Stephanie was in our house in South Florida, and a tree frog had somehow gotten in. And I'm sitting there, and all of a sudden, you went to close the slider, and the tree frog jumped on you, and you screamed all kinds of you-know-whats. I didn't know what it was. Something jumped out at me in the dark and had attacked me, and I'm yelling for you to come and help me. flashing gang signs, had a knife. It was just one of the most scariest. And you just come moseying around down the hall. What's the problem? I said, you know, thank God no one's here murdering me, because you took, I don't know how long to come, you know, to check on me to make sure I was okay. And what did I say? That you assess um, danger differently. (laughs) I believe were the words. Now, had that tree frog been a quiet, slow-moving, linen-wrapped creature, I might have responded differently. Oh, I you know now I have to wonder if it had been a teenager wearing a hockey mask with a knife, not saying a word. Oh. You better come running. You'd be uh, lost. You better come running. I think the whole point of this is. There's so many things that we're influenced by. And one of the things you did say is that a lot of your fear of the movie Halloween was based off your common life experiences babysitting. Yes. And you would call each other mm-hmm. and work each other up into a frenzy. Oh, yeah. I got to ask you this. Do You watch horror movies today and go, don't go in there. Don't open that door. Don't go in the basement. What's wrong with you? I absolutely will talk back to the TV. I will talk to the actors and say, don't do it. Don't do it. So many stories that we have that we grow up with. Common ghost stories. Mm-hmm. When I say ghost stories, hauntings, demonic possession, you name it, spirits, all these other things. And most of them are painted as uh, an evil, malef- mal- I can't even say it, an evil force. Mm-hmm. One of the premises we have in the show is that 
if ghosts or hauntings do exist, we think they're overreported. And we think that many of them, or I think many of them, are not evil. Wow. What does old people always assume it's an evil backstory? That I don't know, but I do agree with you. So we're asking you to think about this. What creeped you out as a kid that later on in life you found out was bogus, or maybe it still creeps you out? And we'll talk more about that. Coming up in a couple of weeks, our next episode. Now, we're going to start our deep dives into common horror or haunting stories. And we're going to start with one that was a book, I believe. Yeah, and a movie. very well known. What is that one called? Amityville Horror. We're going to talk about that and much more. Thank you for joining us on the Haunting or Not podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please do us a huge favor. Tell a friend or two or three. Remember to follow us on Facebook. Keep track of what's going on, upcoming episodes, past episodes, and more. On Facebook, look for Haunting or Not. We'll be back in just a few days with a new episode. Until then, see ya.